Hey, welcome back to the Easy Money Fantasy Podcast, your source for all NBA news and fantasy tips. I am your host, Slum, and we're going to go through the games that took place tonight, uh, some of the major player news that's happening, and you know, hopefully I can provide you some tips for your fantasy leagues on who to pick up, who to drop. Um, this should be a fast one, so this, this should be a spicy, spicy episode, try and keep it nice and quick. Uh, let's just delve right into it. First game, Boston versus Cleveland. Boston won 119-113. to 113. Uh, Notable performance in this game, Gordon Hayward. <laughs> Gordon Hayward looking really good this game. Uh, like his Utah Jazz days, he had a career-high career high tying 39 points on 17 of 20 field goal. 4-4 um, from the line, and he had a 1-3. Uh, seven rebounds, eight assists, no steals, no blocks. Um, so this very, very good line by Hayward. He's he's holding up mid mid range value this season so far. Um, the only concern we have Gordon Hayward is you know there will be some nights where he looks bad and he's not known for getting defensive stats. Uh, so there's that. I think he's he uh, looked really good this game. Uh, definitely a step in the right direction for Gordon Hayward owners. Gordo Hayward. Uh, Ainge Cantor was supposed to return, or at least he was listed as, you know, at least he got a full practice in, but he was listed for doubtful. Um, ended up not playing tonight, and we fully expect him to come back. Uh, this is bad news for any Daniel Thies owners. Uh, obviously, Ainge Cantor will start eating into his minutes. Daniel Thies was streamable in the time that he was gone, but... You know, tonight he didn't. Tonight he did okay for a streamer. Five points, nine rebounds, one assist, and oh, five block shots, which is pretty good. Um, but like I said, once Enes Kanter comes back, his minutes are obviously gonna dwindle, and we're gonna have to see how how he plays with Kanter and how the minutes are gonna be distributed. So keep an eye out with Kanter looming on his return. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, I think the most notable performer who shouldn't be on your waiver wires at this time is Tristan Thompson. Uh, 19 points, 13 rebounds, four assists, one block. Uh, you know, he watching him, lots of energy in the court. Looks amazing. Well, not amazing, but looks very energetic out there. Uh, always a good rebounder. And the points are kind of an uptick, but you kind of figure, you know, with a team like this on Cleveland, who who else is there to really score? Uh, so he did really well tonight. And his usage has gone up 20% usage rate. And, yeah, he's, and, and he looks like he, he's a pretty safe safe spot on the roster. You know, his minutes are going to be there. So he's a must. You know, you kind of have to have him over Larry Nance Jr. at this time. Um, and just kind of see, you know, how he keeps, you know, keeps going throughout the season. If he can hold this up, then he's definitely, you know, he's, as of right now, I think he's probably like a top 45 player in the league um, just based on his averages. So, yeah, hang on to him. Pretty sure he was probably drafted near the end of your round, of your draft, or even picked up from the waiver wire. So, he should definitely not be on any waiver wires if he is still there. Uh, 
other other noticeable players were Colin Sexton, 21 points, um, 6 of 15 from the field and 7 of 7 from the free throw line. Um, the only problem with Colin Sexton is that he doesn't get you any counting stats, so he only got two rebounds, three assists, no steals, one block, um, and that's the big concern. This is obviously a good game for him, but you can probably still leave him on the waiver wire. At this point, um, yeah. So yeah, Tristan Thompson, the only noticeable person you should pick up. Definitely not having seen on the waiver wire. Um, Darius Garland didn't do too well in this game. Four points of two eleven shooting, three boards, one assist, one steal. Uh, him and Conceston, him and Sexton are kind of the same. Where you know they they don't get a lot of peripheral stats or counting stats, and to be honest, like, I personally don't like having guys that only get you points. I like guys that will get you a couple categories. So these two guys, in my opinion, should probably be on the waiver wire um, until you, you know, they have the opportunities. Just they don't really get you anything else unless they start trending up. There's kind of no reason for you to have either of these two guys on your team. The next game we'll hop right into is the Indiana Pacers against the Charlotte Hornets. The Hornets won in overtime, 122-120. to um, In this game for Indiana, the notable player would be TJ Warren and Malcolm Brogdon. They both played 38-plus minutes. Um, Brogdon of Brogdon doing extremely extremely well um i think coming into the season he was probably a mid-round guy but he's he's putting up some very very good value right now tonight you got 31 points of 12 of 19 shooting five of five from the line and two threes uh five rebounds eight assists uh no steals no blocks uh the the important thing to note is that i think he's getting career highs in assists right now he is their point guard um, and he seems to be fit into this role seamlessly. So he is returning very, very, probably like top three round value right now. Um, so yeah, and you probably got him in the mid round, so good, good pick. Uh, the only thing to be worried about, if anything, is to see when Oladipo does come back. Um, obviously, Brogdon will probably still be playing like this through January, so just kind of no worries no imminent worries, but uh, just kind of watch out for when Oladipo does return and, you know, see how they work together. The other player, TJ Warren, got 33 points on 15 of 18 shooting and two threes, uh, four rebounds, three assists, two steals, one block. Uh, he's typically a mid-range guy. Um, not not the not, not a bad player, obviously, but not one of the best. Probably one of your mid-range players. Um, second string, small forward, border, borderline second string, sorry. Probably your third-ish best small forward. Can't go wrong there. Um, should obviously be rostered. Shouldn't be on any waiver wires. And the last person, Goga Bitadze. Hopefully I said that, that right. Guga. Um, Turner and Sabonis were, were both inactive this game. Sabonis had a calf, has some calf injury and i think he was he went through warm-ups didn't get through most of it 
Miles Turner, surprisingly, also was doubtful for this game. So he was upgraded from week to week to doubtful today. So it looks like his return is actually quite imminent. Uh, he did go through most of his warm-ups, but, you know, just to play it safe since they do have a back-to-back. -back, you know, he didn't play tonight. So there is a chance he does play tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that, guys. I think Miles Turner may be coming back tomorrow. So bonus seems like he's also maybe coming back tomorrow. So... This obviously makes Goga no longer a worthwhile streamer unless one of them is missing. Yeah, that just kind of destroys his value. So if either of them return, if one of them returns, maybe hang on to Goga. If they both return, he's pretty much a drop. Uh, Charlotte. The noticeable performer in this game would be... Devontae Graham. I'm pretty sure most of you guys got him from the waiver wire. Uh, he had 35 points on 10 of 21 shooting, 11-15 uh, from the free throw line, and four threes. He had four rebounds, six assists, and three steals. Um, looking like a steal from the waiver wire, so he definitely should not be on any, any waiver wires at this time. Uh, should, be, should be rostered. The and PJ Washington in this game he actually got a lower left leg contusion. Um, and he's day to day, so he picked up the injury in the second half of the game. Um, so keep an eye out. He is day to day. Doesn't sound serious. Um, it should still be putting up top seventy five value in nine cat leagues, anyways. Um, and that kind of explains and I as to why Bismack Biambo got more minutes. Um, it looked like Bismack Biambo had a really good, well, good night on his part. Uh, he had he had 15 points, 6 rebounds, 1 steal, and 2 blocks in 17 minutes. He clearly took minutes from Washington after the injury, and he also took some of Cody Zeller's minutes, which which would explain why Cody Zeller's only had 17 minutes tonight. Uh, Bismack Biambo was just... I'll play them tonight, but don't worry about it if you're a Cody Zeller owner. I expect Cody Zeller will be the foreseeable starting center. And, you know, there might be nights where one of the backups do better, but you can pretty much bank on Zeller's being the main center for that team. Um, so, yeah, Bizak Biambo probably still should remain on all waiver wires at this time. Um, probably not worth the pickup. He had this one good game. So, yeah. That's that for this game. The next game, the San Antonio Spurs versus the Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta won 108 to 100. Uh, we'll go through San Antonio first. The noticeable, well, the best player there was DeMar DeRozan. Uh, not, not surprisingly. Uh, he got 22 points on 10 of 16 shooting, 2 of 3 from the line, uh, no threes, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, and 2 blocks. DeMar is putting up mid-round mid -round value, so, you know, that's that's where he's at. Uh, Marcus Aldridge didn't do too well this game. 14 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 blocks. 
I say not so well because he didn't score a lot, and I think he was being abused whenever he had switched out on Trey Young. I think there's a clip of Trey Young just straight up abusing him. So, you know, he, he could have had a better game, could have put up a little bit more points, could have grabbed more rebounds, but the blocks are nice. So, uh, not the best game, but obviously still rosterable. And Bryn, yeah, Britton Forbes looked pretty good this game. Uh, 17 points with two rebounds, one assist. Um, more of a points and threes streamer. Um, I don't think he's worth a roster spot at this time anyways. Uh, same thing goes for Derek White. Only got 18 minutes with five points, so... Yeah, both these guys, I think, were projected to at least be rosterable. And as of right now, they don't look like they should be on any team. They should be just on the waiver wire until one of them starts doing better. Um, so, yeah, both of those guys are drop candidates. Uh, so, for the Atlanta Hawks, the big news is John Collins uh, suspended for 25 games for growth hormones. Usually... You know, you never really hear of suspensions like this in past years, so they must be really be cracking down on teams that are <laughs> that went from basically losing last season to all of a sudden start winning or doing extremely well. Um, so John Collins is gonna try and appeal the suspension, maybe lower it. He says he accidentally in ingested it, and listen, we'll, we'll take his word for it. But as of right now, he is still suspended for twenty five games uh, until the until a court hearing where we'll, it'll be finalized whether he takes twenty five or less. And, yeah, the, I think the the notice, well, the, the main replacement for him would be Jabari Parker, who tonight got 19 points, 9 of 14 from the field, 1 of 2 from the free throw line, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal. Very, very good line by Jabari Parker. He's definitely a streamer for the next 25 Atlanta Hawks games until John Collins returns. Um, so he shouldn't be on any way of ours right now. Ride him till the wheels fall off. He's going to get the minutes without John Collins there, especially since Alex Len only got 14 minutes tonight. I expect Jabari Parker to get the bulk of the minutes. Um, another person to kind of look out for would be DeAndre Hunter. Uh, he is somebody that's also going to be getting a lot of the minutes that John Collins would have. Uh, he had an okay game tonight, I would say. 16 points, 6 of 13 shooting uh two of two from the line two threes eight rebounds one assist no steals no blocks um don't really expect him to get a lot of defensive stats but he should be getting you at least good points the field goal some games will be deep will be good some games will be bad obviously he's a rookie so you know that can fluctuate the rebound should be there with the minutes he's getting um but before this one with john collins he wasn't actually getting a lot of rebounds so keep an eye out. But as of right now, you know, he's he's the second in the line to get the most minutes. Or he's the second beneficiary after Jabari Parker with this news of John Collins um, being suspended. Uh, Cam Reddish is probably the third beneficiary of this. He got 28 minutes tonight. 12 points, 4 of 6 from the field, 1 of 2 from the free throw. Uh, 3 rebounds, 1 assist, no steals, no blocks. Um, Cam Reddish... Should probably still be on waiver wires at this point. Um, he needs to have better shot selection. First, he takes some pretty bad shots. But the thing is, he, he is a better defender than DeAndre Hunter, I would say. So he should actually be getting more steals 
than DeAndre Hunter, but DeAndre Hunter just seems more polished. He's getting more minutes. He looks more NBA ready. So, yeah, he's second in line. He sh- I would say he's borderline pickup. I would say if you have an empty bench spot or something that's someone that's not performing well, he's worth the last roster, last one or two spots on your team just to see how he does with John Collins missing. Uh, he's going to have all the opportunity, and it looks like tonight he he made he made use of it. It's kind of what you expect from a rookie. Uh, with that said, Trey Young has returned from his ankle sprain. I guess it looked a lot worse than it actually was. Um, yeah, it looked pretty bad when it happened. But yeah, he's he's back. And he had an amazing game. Definitely second round values. Anyone that kind of doubted Trey Young to take that next step forward. Um, proving those doubters wrong. I, for one, was one of those doubters. I didn't think he would step up the way he is right now. I thought, honestly, in the preseason that his field goals would still be pretty bad. His free throws wouldn't be that great. And, you know, he, he would still get his points on high usage, but he would destroy you in field goal percentage. Um, And I just honestly didn't think he would take the right step in the right direction. Clearly proved, proved me wrong. Um, Got 29 points today, 10 of 23 shooting, 4 of 6 from the line, and 5 threes. Uh, got 2 rebounds, 13 assists, 2 steals, and no blocks on three turnovers so he did he had an amazing return game clearly that ankle is looking good or at least it's feeling good um leading scorer and he did all this in 29 minutes so look out look out trey trey young is for real um i regret not drafting him when i could have and yeah he's leading the league in assists and with his steals bumping up he's he's definitely second round value at least top 24 player um for sure so there's i think that's all the news i have for this game uh the next game the orlando magic versus okc okc won 102 to 94 uh on orlando the the entire team kind of looked kind of stale didn't look amazing out there no one really did no one really had an amazing performance um everyone just kind of had an average performance y'all kind of just came out and played so there's no one on the magic really to discuss i think marco faults is is a starter now so that's the only thing to look out for he he He's doing what I guess people were expecting him to do. So he got 13 points tonight, 5 of 10 shooting, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, which is okay. Um, hopefully this does trend up. He only did play 23 minutes tonight, so hopefully his minutes start trending up. Hopefully he starts, you know, doing better. Um, but keep in mind, this is technically his first real year in the NBA, so cut him a little bit of slack. But he, he's probably worth a the last spot on your roster, probably your, your worst point guard on the team. You know, why not hold him? Hopefully he improves throughout the season and just gets better. Uh, DJ Augustine is a drop at this point. Shouldn't be rostered unless you're st- unless you're streaming for assists. And, and he's barely even getting that. But if if you need assists, he's, he's a super low end assist guy. So, you know, he's only good for streaming. Um, yeah, Aminu should probably... 
be on your waiver wire too. Terrence Ross, until he starts picking up, should be on your waiver wire. Yeah, just, I think there's nobody really in the Magic that did super well tonight. The only the starters should be rostered. Everyone else should should be on the waiver wire. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, Steven Adams did return. He went 5 of 7 from the field for 11 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, and a block in 26 minutes. Um, Steven Adams hasn't really lived up to what he was doing last season. Um, and I think he is at a buy low at this point. You can try and buy him for a little bit cheaper than what you could what he should be worth. Um, considering, you know, he still has an elite point guard on his team. Elite in the sense that, you know, he has the point guard CP3. So, maybe it's just, you know, a brand new team, new point guard. And he needs to kind of figure it out with them. Um, but yeah, he's he's been very underwhelming this season. This might be a buy low opportunity. Hopefully he picks it up later on. Um, but I think he's also he has also been mentioned in trade talks. So if you're an owner, maybe wait for him to put a couple games together and try and sell him for you know at least at least his ADP value. Um, you won't be able to oversell him. Just kind of you know he's 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 underperforming right now, and you know unless no one knows that he might be traded, probably not gonna get too much from him. You'll probably just get equal value if anything. Um, but if you are looking for a big, try and buy low right now. This is your opportunity. With that said, Nerlens Noel returned to the bench. Um, he only had five points, five rebounds on the block in 16 minutes. So with Steven Adams returning to the lineup, Nerlens Noel should be on the waiver wire. Um, keep an eye out. If Steven Adams does get traded, Nerlens Noel is the pickup. Um, and yes, yeah, the Thunder won. Um, CP3 did pretty good today. 20 points, 6 of 15 from the field, 6 of 6 from the line. Two rebounds, six assists, three steals. Obviously, he's re- you know he's de- he's on the decline, um, but this this you know this if this is the game that he gives you for the rest of the season, you know you take it. Um, but yeah, he's clearly in the decline. I think lots of people probably drafted him kind of a bit early, expecting that he would perform a lot better. Um, but he is a good source of steals and assists, and he'll still chip in a, chip in some points. Uh, so. You know, still obviously rosterable. Dennis Schroeder is a fringe 12-man 9-cat league player. Um, there's games like this where he belongs on the waiver wire. Um, and it's, if you need to stream for assists and points, you know, he might get hot for one game. But, you know, with Shai Gilgis there and Chris Paul there, Schroeder, he's a fringe, a fringe 12-man league player. So... You know, if you really need a point guard, pick him up, see how he does. But, you know, he does get the minutes. It's just that he's not performing, so he should be on most waiver wires. Uh, So the the Los Angeles Lakers and the Chicago Bulls. Um, LA won one twelve, sorry, LA won one eighteen to one twelve. 
Um, they were uh, Lakers were actually down eighteen at one point, and they made a comeback and beat Chicago. It just kind of shows how young they were. Chicago was playing good defense for the first half, and it, they just kind of unraveled under pressure. Um, so, so yeah, it just shows how young of a team they are. Um, can't really blame the coach. I think they had a lot of effort in the first half, but it just kind of disappeared in the second half for some reason um and yeah la just showed out and showed them that they were the better team even though they were down 18 they didn't make a run and come back so so for the lakers um lebron james another triple double three in a row now uh, he had 30 points, 10 of 19 shooting, 8 of 9 from the free throw line, and two threes, 10 rebounds, 11 assists, 2 steals, and 1 block. Um, clearly the best performer of the game. Anthony Davis really struggled in this game. Uh, 15 points, 6 of 15 from the field, 2 of 2 from the line, 1-3, uh, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, 3 blocks. Um, yeah, you heard that right. So that line is actually a struggle from... Anthony Davis, uh, he was actually at under 33% in the first half until all of a sudden, you know, near the end is kind of when Anthony Davis was getting some gimme buckets where LeBron was basically alley-ooping it to him, um, giving it to him wide open type of thing. So, yeah, he was struggling for most of this game, to be honest, until the fourth quarter where he chipped in those final, I think, seven points. So, yeah, this is not a great game for AD. Uh, but he'll, he'll bounce back, obviously. Um, JaVel McGee and Dwight were kind of in, like, a little timeshare. Uh, you know, Dwight, Dwight, I would rush Dwight over McGee at this time. McGee should belong on all waiver wires. Um, Dwight Howard on the hand, you know, he's roster a bow in 12-man leagues. Um, if he's your worst center, it might not be too bad. He does get, you know, he's he's playing a lot better on the Lakers than in recent year. Um, he has he plays he's playing with a lot of energy, just playing like a big man, getting rebounds, dunking it back in, um, getting blocks. So you know, he if he's your worst big, he's rosterable but fringe twelve man league rosterable. So yeah, keep that in mind. The other thing is Danny Green right now he has cooled off from his hot start. He should belong on all waiver wires. Contavious Caldwell Pope got put into the starting lineup. Did not do too much in that starting lineup with eight points, three rebounds, one assist, one steal. He belongs on all waiver wires. Um and Kuzma came back well last game, but this is this is his second game back. Um twenty one minutes, got fifteen points. 7 of 16 shooting, uh, 1 of 8 from 3, took a lot of 3s, 1 of 8, um, got 4 rebounds, no assists, no steals, 1 block, um, obviously he's still trying to get back into it, shaking off some rust, still going to slowly ramp up his activity, so he should be, he should be owned in all 12-man leagues, um, Chicago Bulls, they're, you know, Zach Levine did well tonight, um, Otto Porter definitely did a lot better than his recent games, but he still didn't get any counting stats 
all he got were points. But listen, if he his, if his stroke is there, we'll take it. Um, he got 18 points, 7 of 12 from the field, 1 rebound, no assist, 1 steal, no block. So that's that's not amazing. That is not an amazing line for Otto Porter. We know he can, you know, he's the, kind of like a Swiss Army knife. He should be getting you everything across the board. But, you know, with his recent struggle, we'll take his 18-point game. Wendell Carter Jr., um, 11 points, 11 rebounds, and 1 block. Double-double guy. He's trending up. Um, you know, he's one of the Bulls' best young players. And yeah, he's he's there he's there defensively and offensively, you know, he does all the dirty work. Laurie Markinen has actually cooled off quite a bit. Uh he's still got thirty minutes tonight, but he is not looking good right now. Seven points, two of eight from the field, three rebounds, one assist, one steal. Um people were saying he should you know, he was close to being an all all star last season at the end of it anyways. But he's definitely regressed. He's not looking that great. He's kinda of stuck in the time show with Thaddeus Young. Um, for most of the season tonight, he wasn't. Thaddeus Young only got 16 minutes. Um, but I think right now for Laurie Markin, this is a buy low situation. Uh, you can try and buy low on him. Same with Otto Porter. You can try and buy low on Otto Porter right now. He's been struggling through most of his games until this one. And this one is still kind of a struggle. Uh, Sadoransky should probably be on waiver wires at this point, unless you're streaming for assists or you need. A low, low-end point guard for assists and steals. He doesn't chip in anything other than those cats. Um, so unless you need ex- just assists and steals, he should probably be on waiver wires at this time. Uh, Kobe White got hot this game. 18 points, 7 of 15 shooting, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal. Um, he's worth a flyer. He's worth a flyer in 12-man leagues, I would say. You know, there's games where he'll get hot. There's games where he just won't show up. But that's kind of what you get when you pick up a rookie. Um... Yeah, and I think Thad Young pretty much should be on waiver wires until he gets more minutes. There's obviously some games where he'll get you the counting stats, but all in all, he's he's probably not not worth the rostering at this time. Um, and then the last game. The Miami Heat versus the Denver Nuggets. Denver blew out Miami 109 to 89. The so the noticeable thing is for Miami, Justice Winslow came back, ten points, five of eleven shooting, uh, six rebounds, one assist, no steals, no blocks. Um, he's not looking good with Jimmy Butler there right now, but he's still a hold at this point. Just kind of see how he's going. He's probably not worth anything. You probably can't trade him for any value at this point. So just hold on and give him a couple more games. Maybe he'll figure it out. But he's just not looking good with Jimmy Butler back uh, in there. Uh, Myers Leonard got 17 minutes tonight. He got 10 points. No rebounds. One assist. No steals. No blocks. So last game, he got hot. Um, people were saying he was rosterable. But this this game, just yeah, he just, he just didn't show up. Um, I think... He's worth a stream. I don't think he's worth a rush spot at this point. Um, you know, there's games where he'll do well. There's games where he just won't. Um, and he just kind of showed today, right? Just kind of flopped out today. Uh, Kendrick Nunn still got 32 minutes with Jimmy back in the lineup. Struggled this game. 11 points, 4-14 from the field. Uh, one of three from the line. And two of two threes. 
He had two rebounds, four assists, two steals. I think Kendrick Nunn is good for points. He's good for steals. He'll chip in a couple assists. And he'll chip in maybe like a couple, two, three rebounds. So he's still worth he's still worth a spot um, on your roster. He should not be on any waiver wires. He's probably your, you know, your, your third string point guard at this point. Um, not bad to have a third string point guard. Uh, if you can sell him high, try you can try and sell him high. Um, but he's definitely rosterable, and shouldn't be on any waiver wires. Um, Jimmy Butler, he did. Jimmy Butler did. Jimmy Butler. Um, he's still, still pretty good. I think he had a sore foot, but he managed to still play through it last game, and he's still playing now. So it doesn't seem like it's a, it's a major concern. Uh, Tyler's Heroes minutes dropped. This game only got fifteen minutes, two points, one of four shooting, three rebounds, one assist, one steal. He's definitely still a hold. Um, give him a couple more games, see where he goes, cause he can obviously get hot in a hurry. So. Hang on to him. Uh, I think it looks like... I think Derek Jones came back, and that's kind of why... Yeah, I think Derek Jones came back, and that's kind of why his minutes were kind of split between the two. Um, but yeah, hang on to Hero. Hopefully he does better. Uh, so, for the Nuggets, injury update. Gary Harris left the game with an ankle injury, so we don't know how he is. Gonna do for the rest of the week. Uh, so Gary Harris is injured. Uh, his replacement was Monte Morris, who got 11 points, 2 rebounds, 8 assists, a steal, and a block. Um, keep in mind, this was a blow game. So, you know, the numbers might be a little bit inflated, but regardless, Gary Harris did get injured. Keep an eye out. Uh, if you need somebody to stream for Gary Harris, uh, Monte Morris is that person uh Paul Millsap also got injured in this game um he played only 17 minutes before he got a head injury so we I don't know really, the extent of that injury either um he might have he might be in concussion protocol so just keep an eye out and see how he is Paul Millsap was a fringe 12 league guy anyways um with him gone Jeremy Grant Got a season high thirty minutes, um, got fifteen points, five rebounds, three assists, and two steals. So if Paul Millsap does miss more time. Jeremy Grant is the pickup to replace Paul Millsap. I think Jeremy Grant can definitely fill in for Paul Millsap and get you good counting stats. Um, but let's keep an eye out for Millsap and see if he's actually out for X amount of time. He may not be, but he did get a head injury. Keep in mind also, this was a blow, so he was kind of not needed. Um, but it must happen is out. Jeremy Grant is worth the stream. Uh, Will Barton returned in this game, and he did very, very well. Uh, he is part of the starters, as you should already know he got 15 points 10 rebounds four assists one to one block he should not be on any waiver wires uh if he was i think he's only owning like 52 percent of the league for some reason um so he's definitely worth a pickup if he is on a waiver wire uh, i think he's playing like a top 70 player top 75 player a uh, nine cast so he's definitely worth a roster spot okay 
So I think, uh, yeah, that, that's all the games that happened tonight. Hopefully that provided some help and or some advice on what to do with the John Collins injury. Um, John Collins is obviously still a hold. Um, if you have an IL slot, you you know you should stick him in here. If you don't have an IL slot, at, or if your IL slot is already occupied, um, he's still worth the hold. Um, unless you can get a trade out of it, probably won't get too much value back for him. Uh, yeah, if you can get like even like a top seventy guy for him, depending on where you are in the league. If you're losing and you need. Like like I mentioned yesterday on the episode regarding Steph Curry, if you're in the bottom of your league and you need to start winning now, you have to kind of trade for him or at least try to trade for him. Um, I wouldn't drop him outright. He has too much talent for that. Um, try and package even like for two for one type of thing, or you know try and trade with the t- with you know the top guys and see if they're willing to kind of grab him and stash him for a little bit. Uh, but if you if you're winning, you're comfortably winning, then there's no need to hold. Uh, wait for the appeal. Maybe his games get decreased. Maybe he will only maybe he'll drop to only ten games. I think to be fair, eight games, eight to twelve games is the range I would suspend him for. Um, so yeah, keep keep him just like DeAndre Ayton. Wait till that court hearing comes up, and then make a decision. Then, uh, hopefully he doesn't take too much time to go through this process, and we'll get an update sooner than later. But in the meantime, like I said, for John Collins, it's Jabari Parker first for the pickup. And then it's DeAndre Hunter as the second beneficiary. Um, Yeah. And just one more update for Zach Collins, who didn't play tonight. He's going to be out for four months after shoulder surgery. Um, Yeah, I think this only increases Hassan Whiteside's stock. Uh, I don't see anybody right now that you could pick up. Maybe maybe Mario Hazona if he starts actually picking up and playing well. Scal Labissier. So keep an eye out for Mario Hazonia and Scal Labissier. Whoever starts playing better, maybe they're worth a pickup for the next four months. Um, I don't see all Anthony Tolliver being fantasy relevant at all. Um, but yeah, Zach Collins, unfortunately, he's out for four months. With him, if you have an IL slot, Use it, but I think Zach Collins is droppable at this point if you need to start winning um, compared to the other guys who I said you should probably try and hold or trade for. Zach Collins, if you can't get any value from him, just drop him. I'm sure he'll still be there after a couple mo- after, after three months or four months, right? Um, he wasn't, he's a good player, but he's somebody that I, I would drop if I, if I had to. Uh, and that's it for tonight, guys. Thanks for listening in. Um, until next time. Peace, y'all.